a win at Wembley. Black, who's going to go for it? Black for the one point to win the grand final. He's done it. Hello, welcome to another live stream of Talking the Facts of Life. Proud is sponsored by Clips Energy. Clips Energy! And delivery! Deliver it. My name's Mike Cake, and joining me as always, uh, as well as you guys watching, uh, is my compadre, producer, and fan, Mr. Rick Farrell. Hey, Rick. Uh, I'm going to be relying very much. Coming up. <laughs> I'm going to rely very much on Rick because unfortunately I wasn't there at the weekend uh, for, the, for the dramatic finish of the game. Uh, but that's also where you want to come in. Uh, what did I miss? What what um, what happened? I've seen the highlights and that, but you guys were actually there. So uh, get your views and opinions in. Uh, let us know what's what. Uh, and without further ado, let's get straight into it. Yeah, let us know you can hear us as well because... The reason we're a bit late, technical difficulties, you know how it goes. <laughs> Definitely. We are we are the only Halifax Panthers podcast. We are here for you, the fans. So get your views and opinions in uh, and we will shout you out. Um, who are your game stars um, on the weekend? Who needs a shout out that doesn't necessarily get the plaudits? Um, was it good to give Tyra the send-off that he deserves? Um, I saw that on social media that... They did get a really good send off, um, but yeah, um, get them coming in. Um, before we get to your comments, Rick, what happened? <laughs> oh mate, I nearly had a heart attack. That's what happened. I mean, when was the last time we won a game like that? Grand final? Yeah, I think I think someone uh, posted on on social media about last time we actually won a game with a drop goal. Might, uh, Danny Jones, I think so. Um, yeah, Northern Rail Cup, Cup yeah. final. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I mean, first half pretty poor. Terrible conditions, though, but same for both sides, won it? They stuck to their simple game plan. The two tries were kind of a bit lucky or whatever, and uh, one were a set-piece chip over the top, as I'm sure you've seen the highlights. The other one, an interception where it goes a bit further wide and we're scoring, and then we just, as we have done all year, Taylor two halves, turned it on in the second half. It was quite an omen because the sun came out just as the second half started. <laughs> I was like, oh, actually, we might win this game today. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proper proud of the lads for fighting back. Grixie said it in his interview, just absolutely delighted that they stuck to the task and adjusted the game plan for the conditions. And, I mean, I'll tell you one thing, though, that South Stand noise was rocking. I've never, without you as well, without the leader of the pack, well, it was no, the noisiest I've heard in a long time. It was bouncing. No, that's that's really good to hear. Um, yeah, um, it did sound very loud on the highlights. And two last two weeks, kind of a, a, a real season breakers. We, we, we've come against two teams which two months ago we'd have probably lost against. Yeah. And um, we're, we're back up to joint third in the table, I think it is. Oh, yeah, nice. obviously for them to lose, they're running away with it at the moment. Um but we're in the pack, we're in the, we're in the playoffs, and that's all that matters, really. And to say that we were very near the bottom a couple of months ago, and people were calling for Simon Griggs' head, we, we, we've turned it around massively, and uh, that, that, that's fantastic to see. Um, there are some comments coming in, we'll get to you guys in a little bit, but um, I, I, I just want to reiterate what, what you said, Rick, about the, the desire and stuff. And yeah. I haven't watched the full match yet, uh, but I've watched the highlights, and what's really, really clear is that the effort that, that goes into it in defence, but also when Harris drops that goal, the scruffiest drop goal in, yeah. in a while, but they all count if they, if they go over that bar. Um, 
what it means to the lads and uh, all over social media. It just the players really, really want it, and uh, it's it's just really good to see. We've always said that if if, if you're a player, you give hundred and ten percent. That that uh, winnings don't matter if you win or lose. All we want is for you to give your blood, sweat, and yeah. tears in the fat shirt. But getting across the line in a game like that, where it we. we we're kind of destined to lose in a way because how often have ex-Halifax players come back yeah, to absolutely. haunt us? Um, and then when you've got a drop goal to win the game and you've got Matty Smith and Danny Craven on the other side, so surprising that we didn't we didn't take we didn't we, we, they didn't take it the chance but um it's it's fantastic to see that we're winning and we're, all, we're on a real roll at the moment and absolutely. it's it's hard to see when it when it can stop really because we've got Whitehaven coming this Sunday who. Are at the other end of the table. We've got a fairly decent record against Whitehaven. We should we should win comfortably, really. And then the old enemy after that. Uh, Sheffield away. Uh, Sheffield Don away. Master. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, you could I mean, class uh, as an old enemy if we actually be. get the game played, or they have a load of sniffles. During yeah, the exactly. But yeah, it's 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 so pleasing to uh, to, to get the win on the board. Um, yeah. Well, the thing that struck me was they never apart. Like I said, apart from the scuffy try and the guys that just joined us. Good evening, guys. All the Panthers. What a win. Um, they never really looked like breaking through us or breaking us down with their attack. That, like I said, they had a little, they caught Woody off guard in the first set of the game with a chip over the top, a little set move, and then the interception. But it showed they were going for penalties literally from halfway. Tyra went for a penalty. They never looked like they could, they had anything to trouble our defensive line and how good our defense has been this year. Yeah, it's just there's a different DNA about this team that they just never know when they're beaten. Every fax team we've been watching for years at halftime after that would have been heads down. Maybe the coach comes in and, and gives them a lambasting. But it seems whatever Grix is saying at halftime, that man knows his rugby league inside now. He must be giving the most concise information. And they're coming out in the second half. And we just seem to be, that's what, no one should ever be worried if we're behind at halftime no. again because we just never know when we're beaten. No, definitely not. Uh, what, what was it? 12 nil at half time or something? 16 6. 16 6, yeah. So 10 points difference. And yeah, it's it's really good to see the, the, the post that I put on today giving Simon Grits credit because I really, really want to champion him because he's had a lot and lot of stick. Possibly could say it might have been deserved at the start of the season, but I've always thought it was very, very unfair because. Like like I've always said, like a lot of other people have said, it's a new team, it's building his own team and it's coming home to roost now um, how how he wants to play the game but how the players are taking on his messages, say concise yeah. messages at half time. They're obviously, it's obviously taking some time for it to settle in and the, the, it, we're, seeing the, the, we're seeing the results now and um, the thing that I'm really, really impressed with at the moment is his, his use of the substitutions because... For, for a long time, it's, it's been a squad of 17. Obviously, yeah. everyone wants to start the game, but if you're on the bench, it's very, very rare that you don't get used. And two players who really, really do change the game when they come onto the pitch, uh, Amir Burra. Just written one. his name there. Yeah, Amir Burra. But I, I want to shout out Elliot Morris yeah. because... Written his name there. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I can't see that. I'm not, I, I, I never used to Great cheat. Great minds, mate. I, I never Great used minds. to cheat at school, so I didn't, I didn't have that peripheral uh, vision there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Elliot Morris, he's, he's been... Um, he's been one of my favourite players for the last few years. I think he's criminally underrated. I think he's probably the most consistent player, um, not just Halifax, but also in the championship as well. And you, you're on about clutch moments and, and, and tiny little... We, we, we said about 1%ers last week. We, we spoke quite a bit about that. But the little 1% of... 
the, the, the tackle before the drop goal to give Liam Harris that split second to execute that scruffy drop goal, but to leave two winners players on the, on the backs behind the ruck and, and go for it there. It's, it's such a, it's such a, and a kind of expected move from him, but it's so important, isn't it? That's what I came back to saying that the DNA is different. You, you sort of losing becomes a habit and winning becomes a habit. And we're sort of in that habit of just knowing when to turn the screw and when to get on front. I mean, we went the best part of 80 meters in five tackles. Yeah. Again, they, we absolutely took juice out of them all game long, made them defend over and over again. That was another thing that probably won us a game. And I think someone's mentioned it in the comments, just game management, yeah. just turning the screw. I mean, we must have had at one point, I think like nine sets on their line and wow. they were hanging on for dear life. Yeah, yeah. And in the end, it took the last minute for it to make a difference, but it really did make a difference because they couldn't stop our big men. And again, that's where it comes back to Grixie's uh, management of his squad, knowing when to put the big men on at right yeah. and, and resting the others, and the use of his bench. I think you wrote that in your uh, comment, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Online that the use of his bench has just been phenomenal. I mean, we've got a really good coach there, and and to look back six to eight weeks when we did lose that Oldham game, and I'm sure some people have said, how the hell did we lose that Oldham game? It's chalk and cheese, and we we always knew he'd come good. We sat here defending him and took quite a lot of yeah. stick for doing so, but. It's not, we hate to say we told you so because we're all in it together. I love to say I told you so. There we go. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I was setting you up under arm then to, uh, <laughs> to knock it out. But no, obviously you're entitled to your views and, 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 and that's what makes this Absolutely. world brilliantly. It's all opinion, it's freedom of speech and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes there's a little bit of patience that's, that, that's on there. Um, Let's come to your comments. Exactly, then. yes. There's more, there's more people coming in. Thank, thanks very much for, hey guys, for, thanks very much for joining us. I say there's, a, there's, there's football that's happening. Um, but we'll, don't worry, we'll be done before Love and that's the most important thing <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> <Nerd>. <laughs> but yeah it, 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 I think I think we'd get zero viewers if we if we did it tomorrow for England game but yes let's get into these comments uh, Chris Kirsch uh, thanks for joining us as always Chris uh, thanks very much for supporting and sharing what we do uh, Anthony Hildred as well uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, uh, South Stand looked half full and had to sit on the East Stand it did look a bit sparse but is that something to do with the, 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 the restriction from the count. you've got right. to remember it's the council that are setting these things. If give it a couple of weeks, Bradford at home, that stand will be rocking oh, tell you back what, to full capacity. How good will it be if when the restrictions are fully lifted and we play Bradford at shit and it can just be a, a free for all kind of that, thing? That'll be exactly what it'll be. Yeah, the government have said, hopefully, well, as long as they stick to the word, which uh, they've been known to do in the past, <laughs> maybe once or half half a time. But, but we all know what Caldwell Council are like, especially against important Bradford games. Is, look, you remember '98 when they didn't get the safety certificate yeah, for the for the South Stand? Uh, yes, that's going back a little bit, but <laughs> uh, for all you older viewers like me, well, I uh, understand that the council don't have a say with the government lifting restrictions. They take the powers away from the councils. Ooh, it's, it's, a, it's a national thing. So Bradford at home, put that date in your diaries. Yorkshire Day. Hopefully, we'll have the sunshine out. Everyone needs to get that day because I think Bradford will be allowed to bring their full contingent of whoever and they want. And that'll be brilliant as well. Because, what a game to yeah. have the first game back. Yeah, because it's a derby. The, no matter how much they think that Leeds is their derby, this this is their derby now as well. Leeds haven't been their derby for years, and it's it's a massive game for them. It's and it is a. Like I said last week, is it a four-pointer, a point percentage buster, whatever one it is, because we're, we're joint with them at the moment. If, if it had been normal rugby, we would be above Bradford, we would be, we would be in third, but because of points per win percentage and the fact they've played one less game and stuff, our points difference is so much better than, well, 
Fevens are losing the league of their own at the moment. It's, it's, it's ridiculous how far away they, they are ahead. But in terms of um, where we are in the table, that's what I said before. Because the last two weeks, we've played teams around us. We've, we've made yeah. a little bit of a, a buffer in the table, which is really, really good. Um, but yeah, that uh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. Um, Michelle Wright... Thanks for joining us, possibly for the first time, Michelle. Um, Cougars fan, I think. Yeah, came as a neutral fan on Sunday. My son loves Halifax. We had a really good day, a very good game of rugby. Well, that, that's really good to hear, seeing Fantastic. as though it was monsoon conditions. And uh, speaking of that, let's give a massive uh, uh, champion, massive... Uh, I, forget. I don't know what the term is, but congratulations, well done to Ed Barber for for, for pitching in. Aussie and, uh, as well. Yeah, Aussie the uh, the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, obviously, he's done a fantastic job there, but Ed Barber didn't need to get down oh, there I, with I a brush. I get and that. And stuff. But to be fair, if you'd have been at the ground and seen, I've never seen anything like that. It was like a monsoon. It stopped for thirty seconds. We were like, thank Christ for that, and then yeah. it started again twice as that. I've never seen anything like that. But as well, and you'll never hear me say this, but. Thank you to Calderdale Council because the money they spent on that drainage system looks like it's <laughs> actually worked. That game would have been off every day of the week five years ago. Well, and this year they managed to drain it in the best part of half an hour, quarter of an hour. I was in a in a house of God at the time, and I was kind of praying that that the for selfish, <laughs> perfect place for it for, for selfish reason that the game was called off. So I, I could I didn't miss out the game, but uh, the game was played uh, and we won. That's that's the most important thing there. Um, hey, come again, Michelle. By the way, yes. like that every week. As Jane's talking about, we're playing a really exciting, some really exciting rugby too. Yeah, Jane Fairbank, thanks for joining us again, Jane. Um, yeah, I, I, I put that on the post today uh, about Grixie. We're, we're, the, the brand of rugby that we're playing is kind of the perfect balance between Matt Callender and Richard Marshall. We've got what well, I don't think you'd ever get any more. We call it a Tony <laughs> Smith. Kind of, yeah. I'd, I'd say saying I'd, that Greeks played under Smith at Warrington. Possibly, yeah, yeah. But you, you could say that Richard Marshall was mentored by Tony Smith. But you take you take stuff from different people, don't yeah. you? Like, uh, you, you if for, for different managers or teachers you've worked under and stuff, you, you you do take take some things and leave some things there. But I think we've got the balance absolutely right in terms of the the attacking flair, but also the the, the defensive steel that, that we've yeah. got there as well. And one thing I really do want to say, and, and I, I, it's not just because um, I missed it this week and all I saw the highlights, but for the last few weeks, there don't seem to be any panic. The, 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 the players seem to be really calm in situations. And even against Batley, where we just seem to be banging against the door and having no kind of look at all, really. But the players... From from the outside looking in, didn't seem to be flustered. They seem to be right, right. Kind of what Griggs has been saying: trust the process, go through it, do what we've done in training, and go through it there. And the team spirit off the back of that as oh, well. That it, fantastic it creates and winning these narrow games as as well. It was mentioned on Sunday that the lads have been going out every win that they have. They've been going out for just you know one or two drinks after the game to celebrate. And Don't it's mind showing that on the at field. all. Don't mind that at all. They're the part time players, the young men, and that's where winning winning culture comes in that's where the team spirit comes in um f footballers might do it but obviously they, they don't necessarily drink or anything but the time the more time that they spend together the better and if they do Absolutely. have a couple of pints after a game so be it as long as long as they turn up and train hard, hard the next week i don't mind that at all absolutely there was a there was a video i think on bob fairbank's social media of amir with his lad, you know, on his knee, bouncing up and down. And I was like, is that Brandon Moore he's got going there? <laughs> Please get involved, Brandon Moore. <laughs> uh, Pete Jones, 
Good How are you Pete. doing, Pete? Our fan in the South. Uh, confidence from game management. Harris is excelling. 100%. Woody is so dangerous tracking the back line. Yep. One thing that, on. The one thing that stood out a mile off watching the highlights is that Harris is just in, in the groove at the moment. He's playing with such confidence yeah. and that uh, we mentioned last week about his confidence about going for the corner when he when he got that interception off Gilmore, that run that he did, the was it an interception or was it just a break that he got uh, where he ran about of, seventy he sort of yards through and he it just sort of bounced up into his hands. But yeah, that changed the game in our favour. They were sort of trying the old five drives and a kick and pinning us. That yeah. both teams tried to play it in the other end's sort of twenty, which on a day like that, when when you're trying to hunt a mistake when it's soggy as hell, is a great tactic. So that break from Harris turned the game on its head and from there we pretty much went up the other end probably should have scored when the most bizarre thing ever when Bob was about to put his hand on the ball and it hit the ref's ankle and knocked it out of the way oh is that what happened it, yeah. it, weren't, it weren't clear from the highlights yeah, what, what happened about to put, so Amir kicked from acting half it, it just sort of uh, stopped dead in a pool of water behind the post Bobby's about to dive in it but the ref sort of like where's the ball and kicked it out of play oh that, that is, that's that's unbelievable. Denied, Bobby. I don't know if he's still on the nutty list, but he'll be absolutely raging. <laughs> if, he'll be writing a, the letter to RFL referees. Get that lad disciplined. <laughs> There'll be some Halifax supporters going, oh, typical referees, or what Halifax to win. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but no, that, that break that you're on about, just honestly, it's flipped the game on, on its head completely. Yeah, for sure. Um, Michelle Wright again. Ami was very good. My son was really impressed with him on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's your son's name, Michelle? Give him a shout out. Let's make him feel welcome in that. Uh, yeah, Ami Burrow. Uh, Burrow, sorry. Um, he's going to turn to the unofficial Ami oh. Burrow fan club. He's, he's this podcast is he's, he's definitely a fan's favourite. Yeah, we're sorry, Curtis. This was the unofficial Curtis <laughs> Davis fan club, but you've been overtaken at the minute, pal. Oh, oh, however, the, the way that we're going to go in at the moment, they may well recall him because they're in a shocking run of form, but hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully forgotten that he plays for him and we get to keep him it's because a, it's a big shame he won't play this weekend against Whitehaven to keep his momentum going and especially with the game off the week after that he's going to have two weeks off but he might do his body the world of good you possibly know. yeah yeah the, it's a long season and all that but again it'll give our lad the little Welsh wizard chance to come in and uh, show what he can do and remind everyone that he's still a really good player definitely yeah and it'll be itching a bit and like all like we see with other players coming in and taking their chance um, hopefully Curtis does does that he do that if he does if he does go with Curtis which can't think of any way he would do I don't I can't see him playing Brandon Moore for eighty minutes but speaking of Brandon Moore again another another full performance with a what's he got a ruptured bicep mm. that man is hard as nails doing it for his teammates again so shout out skipper yes definitely everything you want your captain to be oh of course yeah uh, Jane Fairbanks come up um, again feel like the players have respect for each other. Uh, she also agrees with saying that Ami is a very exciting player. Yeah, the team spirit looks to be fantastic at the moment. And maybe that is the advantage of Grixie being a player with, with, with some of them anyway. Yeah. Um, and actually been not long since retired that he knows how important that, that team spirit is. And actually having... You mentioned Tony Smith. Tony Smith's not played for, for decades and he's kind of, been kind of an old school coach. But with Grixie, his advantage of that is not too long retired and he knows kind of, obviously, he's got his coaching credentials there, which he's wanting to implement. But obviously, he's a, he's, he's a player's player. Yeah. It was, was, was a player's player when he played. It was a phenomenal player when he played as well. So if you if, if any of the lads saying, oh, well, 
you know, you're telling me to do this. What did you do during your career? <laughs> you know, possibly the best British player that never went to the NRL. Yeah, so. yeah. And shockingly, um, uh, unlucky with injuries and stuff. Um, he, he should have had a lot bigger rep career, but he's, uh, his injuries put pay to that. Uh, this is when we asked... Um, who your game breakers were on Sunday? Yes, um, and Churchy, Luke Churchy, Church. um, Salty. Yep. Yeah, I think Salty is is again. I th- if players don't watch this or read the these comments about here uh, saying that McGrath should have played and and Salty's not a natural finisher and stuff, I think he's put paid to that last uh, couple of weeks. Well, Sunday especially, yeah. his two finishers were brilliant. First one to. To, to get control of the ball in, as you said, really difficult conditions. And then the second one to, to show his strength, strength, his strength. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It might have, might not have that electric pace that McGrath has, but he has got pace, but he's got strength as well. And that's what he needs a winger. And I, th- I thought, obviously I weren't there, but the two tries he took just shows what a great finisher he is as well. So. And he, he had a typical salty performance as well. Strong carrying the ball out of yardage and all that sort of stuff. So, well-deserved man of the match for me. Definitely, for sure. Uh, my mother is, is coming to Yes. Good evening. Hello, Mum. Um, shout out to Elliot Morris. She's part of the Elliot Morris fan club. Really deserved his try, ran his blood to water. Often doesn't get the accolades he deserves. Man of the match must go to Ed Barber, who without him we wouldn't have had a game. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, Elliot Morris, we, 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 we've touched on it before. He's a fantastic player. and Even though he doesn't necessarily start games... It, it, it's, it's, it's as we said before, it's a seventeen-man game, and he makes his impact coming off the bench. Personally, I'd like to see him on the pitch for longer because I think he is absolutely fantastic at what he does. But like I put on the post today, the balance of the team is yeah. right, and Grix has fallen on a formula where if he just wants Elliot Morris to come on on for 15, 20 minute spells and do what he does, doing fair play. He's a different kind of prop as well because you've got the big lads like, um, as we've seen, I think Jane's mentioned it, she's wondering if Springer is injured. Yeah. Um, but when he's on the field, you know, a big lad running at you at pace, hard, you know, big impacts. And then you've got Elliot who will hold three men off and edge forward and never yeah. get put down. And that is just as tiring to a defence as it is the big impacts and having to deal with those sorts of players. So, I mean, I'm quite happy for us to underrate him. It means that no Super League coaches, he's not going to go to Salford to play under Marsh here. Because he's getting, we've said it on last week's show, I think, he is playing at that level where he deserves a chance to oh, go back sure. up. Yeah. I bet Huddersfield are kicking themselves for not seeing the potential of him. But we, we're reaping the benefits as a club because we saw that potential, invested in him, put our faith in him and his facts through and through. He's Elliot. showing that loyalty very much like Brandon Moore because obviously yeah. we, we picked him up from Cass who uh, thought it was surplus to requirements. and Not it, big enough apparently. Yeah, well, pff, got a bigger start on the team. Yeah, anyway. he well, might not be, be, be big in, 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 in stature but he's massive in heart and determination and, and, and fitness and skill and that, that's all we want. And players like that who we picked up, the likes of Morris, uh, Moore, Woodburn all, them, they've got some loyalty to us because we've kind of not necessarily made them, they've made themselves. Yeah. We've given them the platform to, to perform. And the tools there. to do it, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly, yeah. Um, Jane Fairbank said about springing, I've heard that he didn't necessarily play that much um, on the weekend. Do you know if he's injured or not? I've not heard anything. Does, no. does, does anybody know if he's, if, if he's injured? Because if he is, it's a big, big miss because he's starting to come good as well after a sh- shaky start and... Um, is is a is is a forward that teams will fear because 
you don't know what he's going to do. You don't know whether he's going to charge through and try and make enough yards or soft hands before the line, or if he gets his arms free, then he can, he's got an offload in him and yeah. it, is, it can be devastating when, it, when he's on it. Somebody you won't um, have noticed too much from the highlights either that he's just getting better and better week in, week out with more senior rugby. Will Calcott yeah. is looking fearsome in defence. He's yeah. looking like a grown man now and he's hitting hard, he's running hard. And again, another lad that we're getting the benefits now from investing our time and energy in mm. and he's he's faxed through and through and he wants to do the best for us fans and his teammates yeah so i think he's shout more, out to big will he's more of a dan murray rather than elliot morris or a springer really he just does the basics really well yeah. he just batters into the defense makes his yards don't miss his tackles and do but it that he's, way he's running with that reckless abandon where he's just putting his body on the line yeah he's, he's not necessarily i wouldn't say like he's, he's running sort of standing up if you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. to get smashed but you sort of think, oh God, he's going to get bent in half here, and, and yeah. then he, he dominates. So, no. yeah, big shout out to Will. Keep, well, keep comes, improving, boys. Yeah, well, that that, that comes with rugby, the rugby as well. Is 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 a, is a late um, developer into yeah. yeah, he's a late bloomer. Is 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 again? It just shows the pathway that Halifax have had through through Coldwell College, and uh, he's he's one of Scott Morell's boys who's who's come through, yeah. uh, and it's taken him a while. He's is is a rough diamond. Is is even though he's I think he's about twenty three now. Is it is, is something like that? Is 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 a late developer. He's still got stuff to work on, but he's doing very, very well. And as long as he's doing that, then he can stay in the team for me because he's not doing anything wrong whatsoever. Uh, and he's and he's making an impact, and that that long may that continue. Um, Sean Rother is still drying his hair from Sunday. I don't think you'd be the only one. He's absolutely monsoon conditions. It was there. What figure? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jane Fairbank said very good attendance too. Um, yeah, one about twelve hundred or something. Ah. though. I'll tell you to be honest, I was too busy uh, writing my <laughs> post match after the drop goal had gone over and trying to get my breath back. Everyone was sat in that stand like they'd seen a ghost. They were sh- everyone was shell shocked. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's uh, again. Uh, um, I let out a, a, a cheer, uh, opportune moment at the wedding when I finally realised what score it was. So yes, it was great, great Part stuff. Time, yeah, well, I'm, I'm back on Sunday. That's that's all. I'm, that's hopefully it's the only game I miss. Um, Pete Jones, um, yeah, very good point, Pete. Um, I think what was really interesting how Brandon and Amir are pivoting. I think that took a while to kick in too. Yeah. Um, I wonder where they got that idea from, playing <laughs> Pudge at 13. Uh, see, everyone agrees with me, Eggie. You're going to have big defeat. Yeah, I made a defeat a long time oh, ago. fantastic. In, in, in terms of a popular contest, I'm definitely not yeah, for, for those that don't know, we, we had a debate a few weeks ago and we put some graphics out asking the fans, would they, would they prefer my team, my ideal team, which was, was Griggs and Harris in the halves? This was, if everyone was fit and ready to go, and Amir starting and uh, Brandon Moore at 13. And I... I got shouted down by my co-host here. And, uh, <laughs> I won't say shouted down. It's just a healthy disagreement, I'd say. There we go. A healthy disagreement. I'll take that. But it was a bit of a bit of a heated debate. And it seems that everyone's finally agreeing with me. The proof's in the pudding. You can't deny the tape. Every, everyone's a winner because it, if it means Halifax are playing there well, we I'll take it every day of the week. Very so, diplomatic. Um, I'm, I'm a very diplomatic kind of person. I'm not a solid user. It's just that uh, I just don't like anyone. Let you lot know. Um, we, know we all know which, which side you do, the toast, bread's butter and all that that sort of stuff anyways um yeah um it is a really good dynamic and i, mu- I must say i don't necessarily disagree with you um i just i just think there's other players who are probably possibly better suited to the 13 and stuff but 
the proof is in the pudding, as you said. When both Moore and Burr are on the pitch, we just look so dangerous, especially yeah. when we, we introduce Burr and, but, and Moore goes to, to 13. We just seem to kill teams off in that, that 20 minutes for our time. Obviously, that didn't happen on Sunday, but that was freakish weather probably put pay to some of that. But it's, it's so exciting. And you want, your, you want your best players on the pitch for the longest time. And Brandon Moore is one of our best players. I mean, as is Amir Burra. But again, Amir Burra is a young lad. He's, he's, he's still getting used to senior rugby. He's had very limited experience before that. Um, and yeah, hopefully, uh, long, long may that continue. I'm going to keep saying that. <laughs> Uh, Alex Morgan, oh, cheers man. for joining us, Alex. Uh, great game, great to see Tyre at the South Stand, and what a walk home. That's rain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get caught in it? You were obviously there, but literally no. like, so I said the sun came out maybe like a minute into the second half, and you're talking the second that Tristan Shout was finished and the music ended, the heavens just opened and were like, <laughs> right, come on then, we'll give you decent weather and then you can win the game and not complain to yeah. God evermore. evermore. It's you in that church that did it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, well, uh, that's probably why me, me in a church, God must have just <laughs> rained down on it. What are you doing in this house of God? Uh, anyway. I, I, bet, I bet you didn't mind a bit though, Alex, like you say, what a game, what a result. Yeah. Um, let's mention Let's mention Tyra. Like, like, let's yeah. give it, let's give him the, the shout out he deserves because um, we didn't necessarily mention him that much um, last week because he was the enemy last week but he's a, he's, a fr- he's a friend now and I'm so glad that he got the recognition he deserves because yeah. he's one guy that I'm gutted um I'm gutted that he didn't have a chance to break the record for us and he, w- he definitely would have still have done a job for us and still do well because he's playing really well for witness as well um but um, he, he gave his blood, sweat, and tears to to this club, and I'm so glad that even though in the wrong colours, we're still able to thank him for, for that yeah. and, and and say goodbye. Um, what 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 was it like? What 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 was was he emotional kind of thing? What what? what? Uh, no, he seemed pretty pretty composed to be honest. But the it, the respect that the crowd showed him, like when he came out for his warm up, he came out last, which is quite unusual for Tyree. He likes to get out early. And he got a round of a general round of applause from the whole stadium, which was nice. And then when he was taking his goals, there was only a couple of whistles. People were pretty much like, "Oh, let's see if he's still got what's it, going know? on." Come on, you got to give him a boo when he's playing for for opposition team. He did so much for us, mate. He won us a trophy. Could you know? Yeah, second all time point scorer, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about respecting rugby league. And, and you yeah. saw that at the end when he went straight over to the young fans that still idolise him now, even though he plays for a different club. He went straight over to him, no questions asked, before any of the witness lot or any of that sort of wow, stuff. Wow, okay. So he, he really, really showed respect and it, it went both ways. And the chant that went up, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. And if you see his social media stuff after the game, yeah. he like, thanked his away support, but then he, he really laid it on about what facts meant to him and all that. And it's pretty obvious to everyone. It's just a shame that we couldn't have had all the restrictions lifted for, for witness at the share and had him in the dining hall to talk about his time at facts. And stuff. Hopefully something that we can do poor season, yeah. kind of get both him and Scott Morell back. Let's well, remember we had him on the, on the podcast before he announced that he was leaving. And, and we did for the people that don't know when the stuff that we cut out that you didn't see, I mean, he was very emotional, wasn't he about having to, it was, and all that sort yeah, of de- definitely. Um, but, but yeah, but like you say, he's in different colours now. We wish him all the best, Stevie. We love you, mate. But 
up the Panthers, yeah. mate. Up the Panthers. <laughs> exactly. He won't mind us Speaking of that. big cats, uh, Michelle's come back to us. Uh, she's a Keith Coogie fan. Uh, and you can think, Danny Jones, him loving Halifax. This week was the first time we could come, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, they were away in South Wales. That's what yeah. He has season tickets. Will be there was, We will be through as long as Cougars aren't at home or my sons and have a match. Well, we yeah, we'll make you welcome there. Uh, Paul Cunliffe. Thanks for joining us, Paul. He's a, he's a Saints fan. He's an RL fans uh, admin. Uh, thanks for joining us, Paul. Cheers, Great mate. work, boys. Um, Appreciate He's it. obviously got good taste there. <laughs> he's already gone for the Spain and Italy game, though, so... Yeah, that, yeah hopefully. Jumps in, get, get his message across. He's just grooming you, mate. That's all. <laughs> just grooming you. <laughs> um, Alice Morgan is echoing quite a lot of what we said. Uh, Keith were very lucky to have Muzza bring so much to a team. Did you see Muzza's try on the weekend? What, when they played it in uh, times two speed, you mean? It was like watching Rob Burrow run through at Old Trafford. Uh, in that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, stormed through that gap with electrifying speed. And, and what a sidestep to beat the fullback. Yeah. Uh, go on, Muzzy. Keep going. Go on, big man. Hopefully, you lead Kiefer to promotion because I'd love to see us in Kiefer in the same league. Regardless of who plays, I like Kiefer. I love Kiefer as a club. Uh, I think they do everything in the right way. And uh, yeah, and that's a, it's a good local derby to have. Um, Chris Kirsch, thanks, Fred Barber again. Yep. I think someone else mentioned about Ricky Sharif as well in terms of the. Helping uh, with the water. Uh, on the pitch, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done, lads. Getting the game on. That's what we wanted. Don't yep. want anything cancelled. Uh, Michelle's son was shot when Muzzle went to Kiefer. So we. We didn't want him to leave, but uh, he's gone now. Uh, and the new number six, as we mentioned before, he's having a wild of a time. Um, Absolutely. Things we we out. said, didn't we? Like, who's going to replace Muzzle? And Aris has done that in spades. He's a completely so, different so. kind of player, but oh, he's. Well, he's a bit like Muzzle was back. Back in the day. Possibly. You know, when he had his pace. And yeah. No guts. So. Blimey, has he, has he been paying you to say that? He had pace. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Peter Wood, thanks for joining us again, hey, Pete. Uh, weather conditions affected the game plan, and I felt Batley game had taken some energy levels out of us, possibly carrying some knocks, but still managed to drag out a victory. That's interesting to, to you, because obviously we, got, we, we were there and we saw what a a battle that Batley game was and you can't underestimate the the effect that that slope has whether you're going yeah. up or downhill um i i still um think that he's slightly going harder uh, going downhill because you've got to go back and forth if you if you're defending uh, i played <laughs> half back so it was perfect for me kick to the corner let you uh, big men chase and do all the defending <laughs> i'll stand on the wing for a bit <laughs> uh, but yeah it, it, it's very much so and, and maybe that's why we had a bit of a slow start because we were feeling the effects of the battle game um one player who did miss out um from from uh, uh, against winners who from the battle game was kevin Leroy. yeah he failed his hia and uh, i thought that he would be quite a big miss but we managed to do it without him hopefully he's back this week i think he is yeah but he was sat in front of us in the stand you should have seen his reaction when that drop goal <laughs> went over well one thing one thing i will say because i shared this on social media as well is that um that his, his sons are proper loving being Halifax fans and I love the flag that Jamie's done and they want yeah. to play for Halifax and those are stuff that you love to see and that it kind of further emphasises that we are a family club and the players that do come through Halifax absolutely love it and, 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 and always have good things to say about us. 
Chris Kirsch, we have a great fixing now, fix set up now with the balls. Yep. 100% we touched For on sure. that. For yeah, sure. We're, we, we're a bit behind. We're going to have to speed some of these up, actually. We're like right. 20 minutes behind. That's why everyone's <laughs> like, I'll come back in when my comments be read out. Right. Uh, Bradley, that's Michelle Stone's name. Bradley Wright. Hey, How are you doing, Bradley? Up to see you. Up the Panthers, mate. Up the Panthers. Up the Cougars. Both big cats. Up the shagging Cougars. Up the big cats. Yeah, definitely. Forget Wakefield. I don't know. Well, cats anymore. They're just treating, aren't they? Thanks um, for listening, mate. You're always welcome at this year. Definitely. Um, Chris Curtis, Curtis Davis should be giving a shot this weekend. Here, here. Definitely. Um, I completely agree with that. He's, he's been desperately unlucky not to have a shot this season, but hopefully his time comes on Sunday. Um, have you guys got any... Uh, Lyndon Grady. Have you guys got any highlights from the witness game? Living in Sunny Falkirk means my match appearance is very limited. Halifax Panthers YouTube page, mate. Full match highlights and the full match with commentary as well. I think... Um James Marsden, hi Jimmy, he's um, put something on there as well, letting you know, I hope you've picked that up from him. Get well soon as well, Jim. No, you're under a bit under the weather at the yeah. as well. So. Um, Sean Rothery said, the game's changing point for me was the try witness had knocked off for a forward pass. I think we yeah. could have struggled to get back from 18-0. I thought, I've seen that in the highlights, I thought that was quite harsh. I didn't think it was um, forward myself. borderline, yeah. Yeah, but we'll take it. Well, he swings and roundabouts, isn't it? We've probably got some lucky calls um, for our tries. It happens. It's good to be on. The, get the good rub of the green. To be honest, there. Yeah, absolutely, it's, it's about time, isn't it? Really, mate. <laughs> Alex has come back to us about getting caught in the thunderstorm at full time. Fax cap was dripping. Yeah, I'm not surprised, <laughs> mate. Uh, Michelle writes, little girl says hi. She's called Amy. Hello, Amy. Hi, Amy. Uh, she likes the Halifax too. She is looking after Muzzer and says he is very cheeky but fun. <laughs> Understatement of the century. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I, th- I think Muzzer will, uh, will will have that on his strap line for for for, for his his pr- profile. <laughs> for, Cheeky but fun. Uh, yeah. on, uh, don't, key- don't say Tinder is no, no. Then like the the Keyflow website or on his gravestone maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Conley, if you can multitask, got caught talking the facts of life on one screen in Spain. It's on the oh, other. Get in, boy. Well, there you go, there you go. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, but don't worry, it will be done by Love Island, so you won't have to multitask. You can, you can focus on that there. Um, Ian Waterhouse, thanks for joining us, Ian. Uh, Leroy was out because it is mandated eight days out yeah. after concussion. Yeah, apparently he did uh, fail his HIA, but hopefully that means he's back on Sunday. But again, if the forward pack, because Fairbank came in for, for him. Yep, did well. Yep, exactly. So again, it's it's uh, it just shows the strength of our squad, really. Um, here we go. James Marsden's Jim's weekly question. Now, let's just set the set the scene. So last week, James came in with a fantastic question for us, and we, we decided to make this a, a weekly f- uh, segment, as uh, <laughs> Keith Lemon used to say on Celebrity Juice, didn't they? We need, segment, we, all VT and all that. We, we, need, we need to make graphics for it and, and that sort of thing. Well, a, che- a cheesy theme tune yeah. or whatever. Um, let's say we get promoted, fingers crossed, is the current squad good enough to compete in Super League or would we have to sign a load of players? Um, Alan, that straight away, the current squad isn't good enough and we would need to sign a load of players. Proof in the pudding is Lee. And this might be a topic you might see from myself on a on a, a, another platform later in the week, which I'll let you know before before we finish. Um, yeah, Lee, I, I, I've been made to look rather stupid, to be honest, in terms of my predictions. <laughs> Not for the first time, I might add. Um, I thought that A. Lee would walk the championship. Um, if they were in this league, but if not, they would go to Super League and they would stay up. Um, not quite going to plan at the moment, but it just shows how good 
Super League is. We mentioned it a bit last week that Super League are, tra- are starting to sign pl- uh, players in their peak from, from yeah. down under. May well be seeing an influx of Australian players given the St George situation, but that's another topic for another podcast. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, James, uh, no, the chronic good enough. I would have signed a lot of players, um, but kind of as I, as I said before, in terms of recruitment and the players that do come and love Halifax, and also having a coach like Simon Griggs, it wouldn't be hard to attract players to Halifax. It's one of those things as well, and it's not a case of would the squad be able to compete this against this team, that team. But we showed against St Helens in the cup semi final, we can raise our game for a game against anyone. They were the Super League champions. They played in the World Club Challenge and all this lot. One once one off games, you can raise your game for that sort of thing. But week in week out, the recovery time. Would lads want to go full time? That's another thing. You know, exactly. some lads have got. I've had chance to go full time before and turned it down because they make more money by working and playing at the same time. So security as well, and that's it. So and would we if we go up for one year and then come straight back down? Who knows? But for me, the, the squad is it's close to. Being good enough, you know, we've got a lot of internationals in there. Hopefully, in the World Cup of the yeah, yeah. year, and you know, you need a couple, a couple of big forwards. Who knows that we might lose Grixie to retirement, or he might go again, and that sort of thing. But we're close. But like you say, as Lee have proven, and you keep wishing him well. I wish you won. I want him to take our record. Oh, I want I him relegated without winning a game, so that facts is never mentioned in that breath ever again. I've got a lot of Lee friends. I do, I do have a soft spot for him, but I completely agree with you there, Rick. Um, lose every game, take our record off us, and we'll see you in Championship next year. That'll, that'll, so, that'll do nicely. Get thinking something more positive for your weekly question next week, Jim. I know you're poorly <laughs> and you're a bit down and you're... <laughs> You think you're doom and gloom, but come on, something more positive. Bob. Yeah, but no, it's, 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 it's good questions that are coming in. Um, Lee Kenny, evening, guys. Yeah, evening, Lee. Lee. How are you doing? Um, Jane Fairwell wouldn't want to get promoted. Mm. Blimey. I think that's... Uh, I disagree with that entirely. I think in this game, you want to be the best. You want to be back in, in, in the big league. Don't get me wrong, I love the championship. I think it's a vastly underrated league, which doesn't get anywhere near the exposure it deserves. Uh, but... You want to play at the highest level. I want to see Halifax. The the retro videos that we, we posted during lockdown. Yeah, we want just to see brought, him in HD, 4K. Yeah, you know, it just brought back amazing memories, seeing full crowds, um, and and that, and that and that is a thing. We, the 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 elephant in a room in terms of attracting fans to to games is watching a team in Super League. Is watching a su- successful team in Super League. If we don't have that, it's going to be very difficult to attract fans. We're doing all right. We're playing a really good brand of rugby. Um, we've got a really good squad. Things are happening off the pitch. It, exactly, yeah. A, a really good local flavour about it. But as long as we're in the championship for for the wider people, it's gonna we are going to struggle against the tide of Super League that's on our doorstep for, for, for Leeds and Huddersfield. That's what, that's what they can offer. They get some of the world's best players visiting them and 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 having the exposure that brings with you um I, I i like where we are at the moment i think we're building the right direction we're going the right way about it we're not going too fast not going too slow um but i, I to say that you wouldn't want to get promoted i think is a little bit i understand yeah, those. Like yeah some i get what you mean like that you know because the thing as well you're playing super league your game days change from sunday afternoons to thursday nights friday nights saturday in catalan well or, we, we used to we used to play thursdays in, in championship and use one sky yeah, once once in a while you're looking at teams now they're playing i think leeds haven't played a We'll play three Sunday games all year, and for some people, that rugby is their entertainment every week, and they've, they've been going on a Sunday for 
30, 40, 50 years. Although it would be better for junior rugby because that's the thing that's the, that's the, the hot topic at the moment. We'll all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that touch paper alone, mate. <laughs> I'm ready with my lights to let I want to come back paper. to that. There's no reason why, like you say about with the Super League clubs on our doorstep, that we could be a bigger club than, a, say, a Huddersfield. They're Certainly. competing with a, a previously Premier League football team. The ground's too big for them. They're rattling around in there. Can you build the kind of atmosphere that we can at the Shane? No. We've got, you know, when, when Andrew Voss endorses your, endorses your stadium and says, this stadium could be anywhere in the world, it's fantastic and, and whatnot. Yeah. You know, the only way is up and we've just got to keep getting a little bit Baby. better every year. A little bit better, a little bit better. And, yeah. and if that's the case, and who's to say that if we went up and we signed a few players and we came straight back down, that we won't do what Lee did and challenge again, or what London did and challenge oh, again? Oh, possibly. Yeah, well, London's a completely different story because Danny Ward's left them, so we don't know yeah, what's happening with, a, with that's London. That's a sad one, isn't it? That is very, really very, like that's Ward. very, very weird. Hopefully, he's back in work very soon and it's yet to come out what's happened there, but. Yeah, I, I want us to get back up to Super League, but at the moment, I'm happy where we're going at the moment. Um, it's better to to build steadily than rather go boom and bust, that kind James of thing come, there. James come back and, um, and defended herself. You, you'd need loads of money and sponsors, yeah, absolutely. Yep, and we're, get, we're getting sponsors on board. There's lots of people who want to get involved, and um, when I win the Euro Millions, um, when that happens, uh, that that's definitely going towards the club. Um, I love that you're saying if restrictions are lifted by the government, but when you win the Euro millions, if you believe something, <laughs> if you believe something will happen, it will happen. If Fair you believe enough. Sonny Bill Williams will come to Halifax, he will come to Halifax. All right, share. <laughs> I don't need to turn back time. Um, if you believe. <laughs> yeah, I don't need auto tune. Um, anyway, um, did, 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 do. Michelle. Yeah, Michelle said you need to sign another play, players for Super League. Yeah. Um, the, for, for sure, yeah. And, but again, I, th I don't think we'd find it hard attracting players for, for that. James has added a bit more onto his question. He's asked, who would you lose and who would you keep? What players would you try to sign? Well, that's that's a pie-in-the-sky sort of question. I'd just give the budget to Simon Grixon and Crowder, the football manager, and just say, Definitely. look, you're, your yeah. signings this year. I mean, Grixie's first load of proper signings have been outstanding, haven't they? So yeah, they have. You, you, can't, you can't fault any of the signings just, just at the, the moment. Just the man and his, um, his ability to spot a good player. Yeah, and again, you, you could have players who don't necessarily want to Not go full-time. Not Greg Inglis. No. <laughs> Bring Billy Slater out of retirement. That, that, that bit, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, Peter Wood. I thought Greg Worthington was going to score the winning try if wife and kids were sat in front of us, was willing him over. His time will come. Oh, absolutely. Yep, definitely. As it's a bit of a sore subject, is Greg Worthington between mine and Rick's group of friends. But yeah, we all know how class Greg Worthington is, and I've got no doubt that he does work. He's damnedest for the team, and he's, he's solid. So unlucky. He, yeah. He did everything right, and all he had to do was beat the, beat the last man, and he just lost his footing at the last second, and. It's hard, which, like you say, you, you've been saying it for ages, in fact, like, when there's a full crowd in, Bradford at home will get a hat trick. That's the time to come. Let, let, let's bring football into it. Look at Harry Kane. He's scored that goal against Germany where he's not really scored that much in the tournament. And look yeah. at him against Ukraine. He scored two and he looks a completely different Form player. Form is temporary. Exactly. And, and class, class is, permanent. is permanent. And we all know Greg Worthington is class. 
Um, he's, he's obviously working really he's working a lot harder in my opinion and getting involved more than he was at the start of the season he's obviously he's got to adapt to a new team and stuff um, possibly playing a slightly different way with Scott Griggs in the half rather than Con Robinson but it, it, his time will definitely come you're absolutely right there Peter and hopefully it will come sooner rather than later and if he does come later let's hope it's the match winning try against Bradford in a full That's, house there like, you go like, 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 like another certain LFX number three whose name escapes me just for the moment and if that's the only try he's scores all year I'm sure he'll be, he'll be a delight <laughs> with that the thing is Greg every other aspect of Greg's game has been outstanding hasn't it? his defence for the last few weeks definitely you, you mentioned earlier on tonight in the stream for anyone that's just sort of joining us that the sort of composure and the calmness that we're showing with our defence and that comes from players like Greg Worthington knowing because centre's a really tricky place to defend of course yeah, sort yeah. Of, with, with the way that the attacking structure's set up you're always looking to isolate his centre so you either go inside him with a back row or outside him with your centre yeah. opposite centre and winger to isolate their winger so it's a really hard place to defend when you're reading what's in front of you and Greg has done mm -hmm. that spectacularly well in the last seven, eight weeks or whatever it is since he came back from his um, isolation and stuff so just because he's not scoring tries oh, doesn't no, mean no. he's not contributing to the winning culture that we're developing at not, not at all I'm sure he's having a massive effect off the field as well absolutely in terms of the youngsters there as well um, and um, it's not the be all and end all scoring tries in rugby league and that but it, it, you've got to get over sometime and when Ed Barber becomes fit um, and Zach McComb is there it'll be a very interesting decision because um, did, did, did McComb play on, on, on oh, Sunday and, yeah. and again great to play great well again yep and, and, and he's doing nothing wrong he doesn't really deserve to be dropped uh, Ed not Barber, after what he put on Twitter after the game it was never in doubt we were just teasing you <laughs> <laughs> like alright please don't do much of that anymore typical facts. You know, you know he's an facts lad when he says something oh, like yeah. that uh, definitely uh, Nathan Farrer all uh, the Panthers long may they all continue definitely We'll give you a proper shout actually. Uh, if you are a click eating way, the old house at home, um, get 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 down there. We had a really good night there for for, for the Euros. We're going again tomorrow night. Uh, fantastic place. Yeah. And, uh, support Halifax supporters. So definitely That's get it. there. Uh, Lee Kenny's come back. If you're going to get promoted, you want to be runaway leaders now, so you you aren't recruiting late in the day. Yeah. Kind of agree with you there, Lee. But if you lose the grand final, then uh, you're. <laughs> You're a bit, you're a bit stuffed there, uh, like Toronto were a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, you've got, you've got to win the grand final, but um, maybe if you are approaching players, you've got clauses and stuff in but there for that. He's got a point in terms of that was the argument that we they were using for licensing, wasn't it? That a team was that was going up was basically it was so late in the day that yeah. you were just signing all the players that the cast off so that the relegated exactly. team they didn't want. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I totally get that point. You're, oh, yeah, no. Mate, yeah. It doesn't matter if you run away or leave. Get promoted. You need a couple of million quid to, to go into the market and yeah. upgrade what you've got. And if we all had that kind of money hanging around, we'd be putting it in, wouldn't we? So. Definitely. Oh, for, for sure. And yeah, if you, if you know any sugar daddies like a, a Yorkshire Mar one Kukash or whatever, then then let, let us know. But even even like money without a plan, as Kukash showed, as Toronto showed, yeah. It, is futile. So yeah, you, I need, you I need to hit a perfect strike. Even look at London. London went up and um, and deservedly so, and they'd built mm. a team of, co of core players, and then a couple of NRL lads in, a handful of scattered, really seasoned veterans, got promoted to Super League. Probably should have stayed up. Had the most points ever to get relegated. Yeah. Went down on points difference yeah. for about 
20 points or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So even if everything goes your way, some things can just... It's sport. That's why we love it so much. Exactly, yeah, for, for, for sure. Um, I slightly disagree with you in Toronto because Toronto did have a really good plan. The only thing they didn't plan for was a worldwide pandemic. And, that, and, that, and, and every every other club that said, come into the yeah, league to hate yeah, them as soon as they exactly, started taking yeah. all the best players off I'm, the market. I'm, I'm, I'm still slightly bitter about that, but hey-ho. Um, Agreed. Uh, Michelle thinks it would be better for junior rugby. I think she's going back to your point about playing Play games on like Thursday, Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Um, let's get on to that bit, actually, um, in terms of... Oh, yeah, for this Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah, this Sunday, the game's been moved uh, forward to 1 o'clock. Uh, to let fans get back for the World Cup, fi- uh, the World Cup final, the Euros final, um, Whitehaven fans and players especially. Long um, way to Cumbria. Exactly, yeah, yeah, and it's created quite a bit of a debate in terms of um, the of that. Yeah, I completely agree with that, um, but um, it, it, it would be it would be unfair because people say like, oh, there's only 50 or so Whitehaven fans that make the journey. Well, let them make the journey. Let 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 them, let's let's be welcoming. We 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 we've just gone through a pandemic where no fans could go to any games. If we've got fifty fans who want to pay and come to our to our game, let them come. Um, yes, you could say it's at the expense of local parents who are taking kids to rugby and stuff like that. And unfortunately, that 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 might be the case. But it, it's it's just it, after after this weekend, there should be no more moving about or anything like that. Maybe it could be a thing that the club might want to 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 put to supporters in terms of when would be the best day or time to kick off rugby matches. Again, you'd get, you'd have to have yeah, a kind of dispensation in the rugby get a league. Consensus on anything like that. No, everyone wants it to fit around their schedule, which is fair. Of course, enough, you know? yeah. Well, so, so, Sunday at three o'clock might not fit quite a lot of people's consensus either, really. So you, you're never going to please everyone. It. it might. It's just it's at least giving the fans a, a voice and an opinion really because that's what's come out saying that oh you're moving these games without consulting people and all these junior rugby that, 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 that can't come and stuff put it to put it to the fans what what would be the best day uh, let, let's ask you guys what what would be that what do you think would be the best day time for us to play don't say tuesday at three o'clock in the morning but yeah. <laughs> you might get some people I'll chip in. i'm a traditionalist in that sense give me give me sunday 3 p.m yeah I, I agree, but I do like a Friday night game under the lights oh, ever so often, really. But then what time do you kick off? Is eight too late? Do you go quarter to eight? Do you go half seven? Yeah. Or do you go seven and then people can't get on from work if people are coming from too far? Like I say, you'll never get a consensus on this because everyone has got different circumstances. Of course. But everyone loves the club in exactly the same way, so no one should be excluded from their opinion as... This is the reason why we started this podcast is the voice of the fans. Definitely, yeah, we are we are the only um, Halifax Panthers podcast, and uh, long may that continue. We are we are the ones there. We are the voice of the fans, and uh, uh, th- that's exactly why we do these live streams so you guys can get involved there. Um, Jane Fairbat thinks that Danny Ward could be the new lead coach. Maybe, maybe Put some money on it if you're possibly, yeah. Um, Dan Atkinson, thanks for joining yeah, us, Dan. Dan um, about Greg Worthington, such a safe and professional player. Can't wait to see him on a dry pitch behind this pack. Oh, you could say he's, he's had dry pictures behind been the pack. A heat wave for the past five. I know, weeks. yeah, yeah. Unless you've not lived under a rock a little bit there, Dan. He's had quite a few things like the Swinton game. He, he, he could have had a chance to score there, but I get what I completely get what he's saying. Such a safe and professional player, definitely. He's he's he's, he's he used professionalism, and, yeah. and again, I think his biggest impact will be what he's brought off the pitch. I think. Oh, as well. I think as well. If you look at Nick Rawson playing outside, I mean, he'd be delighted to play it outside a lad like Greg Worthington. 
because he's put it on a plate for yeah. him numerous times this year. Yeah. And like you say, that word professional stands out to me there because there are times he probably could have dropped a dummy and gone himself, but he knew it were 100% a to, team to player. Put. That's it. He's, he's played for the team. He won't care if he doesn't score a try all year. If we get promoted and win the grand final, is Greg Wormington going to go, oh, I didn't score a try that year. It's rubbish. Is he yet? Well, he wants to do the nudie run then. <laughs> it, I'm sure he'd do it through the middle of town like, <laughs> like Scott Morell did after KR got promoted. So. Yeah, I think he wants to get over whitewash once before that. And James Mars has come back say it was him who will score his first try against Bradford and will get a hat trick. Big players step up for big games. Absolutely. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the thing. And hopefully that prophecy does come true. Um, Jane Fairbank and Michelle Wright think exactly the same. Um, Nathan's off to work he goes. Yes, he's pretty supposed to do another football game, but yes, we will. Uh, we'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Lee, Lee Kenny's checking the back of the couch for some money. Yep. For those hidden millions. Yep. If anyone else does find it, check your drawers. Check some old checks you've got or anything like that. Um, get them there. Uh, Michelle says there's junior rugby on Saturday too. There is. Definitely, there, there is. Depends what code of rugby they play as well. But also football as well. Some kids yeah, play football want to come. All sorts of stuff there. You're right, you're never going to have a consensus, but I'm sure there may there may well be a slightly better time to do it. Uh, Alex Morgan, traditionalist as well, Sunday 3pm. Uh, Jane Fairbank, she also likes a Friday night game too, definitely. Uh, Dan Atkinson's on my wavelength. Friday night would be great on the beer then, yep. Well, that's it. <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those really. You're never going to have the perfect time for stuff and... Um, and at the moment, we're not exactly at the behest of Sky in there. Yeah. They're scheduling at the moment, but again, it's one of those. May, maybe if the the local games, maybe that's where we can shift kickoff times around because obviously playing Whitehaven on a Friday night is a bit rubbish. But but I, th I think the thing as well is it's the the time of notice that you get to plan around yeah. these things. If it's at the start of the season, they can say, "All right, well that game," and maybe maybe the amateur clubs might, or the community clubs might rearrange. Yeah, around. yeah. You know, they're in, they're in a community club that's going to be playing at five o'clock on Sunday this week, they'll all be like, oh no, the England game's on, we're yeah. moving our games as yeah, well. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, it's, uh, it's six one half a dozen. Again, you're never going to please everyone. It's just it's just for this week. And I understand, I've, I've read a lot of the comments about it, and I understand why they're upset, because they're like, I, I put my money into up front for a season ticket, it's not worth its while. It's going to put people off buying them, which is a fair point, but mm. at the end of the day, we've got to do what we think is best for everyone. Yeah. On the whole, and... and try and work something out and I admire the club for doing it early and not waiting yep. till you know say England get beat by uh, beat by Denmark tomorrow and it doesn't matter anyway you know at least they've got to do it this week you can't do, be doing it on Thursday for people that have got to get time off work and booking coaches yeah, yeah. Whitehaven to come down and whatever is so. it do you know if it is uh, totally dependent on the results tomorrow night I wouldn't I think once you've once you say or so, yeah, right? Okay. Say so, yeah. Um, so, well, so just just uh, the last thing, then I'll just say we're going to start wrapping up in a couple of minutes. So if you've got any last things you want to discuss, any more um, points you want to put across, put them across now, and we'll get to them just before we finish. Sorry, mate. Yeah. No, no, it's all right. Um, Michelle Wright um, wishes that the uh, Cougars and Halifax fans didn't clash. Yeah, um, games, I think. Yeah, yeah, didn't clash. Yeah, um, I, I agree because I really want to go over to, to Keithley yeah. to watch Scott Morell, and I, I love Keithley. I think it's a great ground. I've, I, I've got a lot of time for them. He owes me hospitality as well, so I want to get over for that from testimonial. Yeah, he, he also said he'd, he'd, he'd buy my ticket and buy me a pint as well. Maybe I'd down his pint as well. Get 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 get, get me on back. Um, James Marsden. Wow. Okay. Bit of a bit of a uh, an essay. As voice of the fans. Here we go. 
he, oh. he knows as well. Uh, how would you improve game day experience? What would you want to see at the share? Personally, I think we could do so much more uh, for the kids. Have players not selected um, doing things on the five-a-side pitch. Could have free blue and white sweets. Junior games at half-time. Free tickets for all kids. Could also have a DJ tent with craft ales for the adults. Live bands, fireworks, X-Fans, Legends doing stuff before and after. Entertainment at the share is very limited for the diners, not the fans. Completely agree. I think there is a lot more. One word is stopping us, though, COVID. I think once... Well, st- council. Yeah, another, the COVID you know, council. The, another, another C word, cash. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have a budget to be able to do all these expansive things, which is fair but that But is, that is where, as he's kind of hinted there, that's where you get out into local businesses and, yeah. and sponsor it. I will say this again, the Toronto model worked. Toronto, they had all the local... Um, breweries, gin distillers, whatever, coming in, and they basically said, right, we'll take a cut from whatever you make, you promote your product, you do this, and that, that's what works. How many breweries and put around Halifax at the moment? Absolutely loads. We've got we've, we've got two of the best, we've got one of the best vocation on our doorstep, one of the best breweries, most successful breweries in, in the country at the moment, vocation. You've got Stodfold, you've got loads of other places there. They could have in there, and I think I don't think many people and vocation do their own lager. I think most people would prefer uh, a Yorkshire water-based lager than Carlsberg or Carlin or whatever like that. Um, I know that um, our, our good friend Amy Robert Shaw um, did something with the fan zone on the fa- on the five-a-side pitch before for Toronto games in the past, and that really really worked. Um, maybe that's where we need to go into the local community or, or get businesses to promote these sort of things to give us the budget to to, to do that yeah. sort of thing. Um, involve the community clubs, bring them forward. I, I'd love to see at half time. Um, I used to love a little under eight games. I used to get one of the big lads just running over him and that sort of thing. They're great. Exactly. I used to love playing. Like, granted, I played my um, junior rugby orders field, but I, but I, I used to love being able to go and play games at half time and, and that sort of thing. And I, and I know I know like schoolmates of mine when when I got to secondary school, they they remembered playing. Um, games like that, and and that's how you attract players. You're playing on the same pitch as your heroes, that's and that, and that's what brings them through. Um, it's what inspires them to be the next generation. But I mean, I totally agree with everything James is saying. I would love to see all those things. I like like the they had the games where they had like you have to run and pick a ball up and chuck it in a bin, and then you have to hit the crossbar and yeah. all that. So fantastic little things and. And picking three, two fans out of the crowd to try a touchline conversion and see yeah. how hard it is and slipping on the backside. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> but I think whatever you do, you've got to be consistent. You can't have it one week. Oh, no. this just because it's Bradford and then next week have nothing because it's Oldham. Yeah. You've got to do it consistently. And I think that's consistency is the key to any sort of growth in business, isn't it? So For sure. And one thing I will say is that he's kind of touched upon it there. Um, we need to bring fans to the ground and keep them there. And again, that's a bit of a Toronto model there. Yeah. As soon as the game's kind of finished, unless you're one of the lucky ones who gets the all-important dining in the executive lounge, why not do one for, for a normal punter, for a normal season ticket or to keep stuff down? I remember, uh, I think it was Toulouse game a couple of years back where they had Ogros and stuff there and, and, and they had a bit of a barbecue, had a bit of a do, they had um, a guy playing guitar and singing stuff there, just something to, to keep fans there and that's where these beer tents might come in useful and that. Granted, people will go into different pubs and that sort of thing, brilliant, but all the money that goes into the coffers will make more money and keep people there and it will keep people coming back I'm to sure the ground. I'm sure something's in the pipeline because we've had, we've had a long time to prepare now and 
It's one of those things we've got to do something to win the fans. But look at the classic example is Barrow. I look at Barrow yes. playing in League One. Yeah. They're getting three and a half thousand a week. Yeah. Where did they come from? They've not just decided, oh, we're going to start watching this rugby league team overnight. It's when they had the restrictions lifted, they had um, picnic te- uh, benches on the pitch. They, they turned their pitch into an outdoor beer, yeah, yeah. beer garden. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Right? But So what you do then, you get people into the habit of going every week, turn up and... Once you've got them there, you can sell them whatever you're going to sell. Make it a place to be as well. Captive audience. Yeah, and people get, like I said, people get used to going. Mm. It's a habit of going to do these things. Then you make friends. And oh, you're going to be here next week. I had a really good time this week. Oh, yeah, we'll be at the same time next week. Same thing. Fantastic. I'll bring my mate. Boom. Exactly. Growth, growth, growth. Barrow have given out a lot of free tickets to, for kids as well. But again, so if, you, if you've got kids, you've been the parents along, parents will love it. If they get that experience, they'll come again. That's money through the coffers, yeah. So, fantastic, James. But I don't think you can slag off, like, as you said, like the executive or whatever, because they put a lot of money in these No, no, people. no, but he does, he does need something. Why, oh, why, yeah. why, why should they? For a they? long time, it was seen as a sort of prawn sandwich brigade, but I don't think it's like that anymore. No, no, but why should they get the, the, the benefit of the post-match stuff when... There's people who don't have don't have the money to put into yeah. to that sort of stuff. Oh, they, they, they could get it as well. It, it are, should be for all. Paying maybe three times the the amount for a ticket as the people that have got no, no, true. So there's got to be a benefit to doing that. Otherwise, they'd just be like, well, I'll I'll just go and stand in the south stand and then go free pigeons or old pots yeah, or yeah, whatever. So yeah, yeah. I, but, I totally get what you say. But what I'm saying, you don't have to pay that much, but just like literally have something to keep them there. Keep the, 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 the craft beer tents open. Oh, I, I, I have a local artist sing some songs or whatever, DJ down it. there. Whatever, something to keep the fans down there to, to keep the money coming through the coffers. Because after the game, people want to get together and talk about exactly. what's happened and chat about the weekend and what's going up in the weekend. You've got, if you give them a reason to stay, people will stay. And yeah. like I said, it might take a bit of time for them. No one wants to say when we have a game in February and it's absolutely Baltic. No, no standing no. outside for five hours drinking craft ale. It's not going to happen. No. But on a beautiful day after we've smashed Bradford or whatever at the Shea, yeah. no, no, one, no one wants to go straight. Oh, let's go Don't straight. The party to carry on. Yeah. That's it. So, Definitely. totally agree. And I can't believe you didn't save that great question for next week's uh, J- what, what do they call it? James's voice of the fans. <laughs> Jim's weekly question. Jim's weekly question. Um, Ian Waterhouse said, people moaning about Greg Worthington are probably the same people that complain that Greg Austin didn't score many, but forgot about how about all the tries that Matt Preston scored outside him. Go. He did, but Greg Austin did score a hell of a lot of tries as well, but completely take your point there, Ian. Um, good show, lads, from Chris Kershaw. Thank Chris you very Kershaw. much. Uh, Linda Kitson. Hi, Linda. Linda. Uh, I like Linda. Keith too. Yep, definitely. Good Jane Fairbank, things like a sweet store, they have a cast for the kids. Yep, for go. sure. Yep, definitely. Um, Batley, uh, Alex Morgan thinks Batley has more of the right idea, like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah Batley treat the fans fantastically. The, the thing is, though, Batley own everything oh, the that ground, they do yeah. there, so yeah. it's a completely different scenario. Like they, It's worth their while. If, if we're not going to see any of the money and all we're doing is putting thousands of pounds into council, yeah. councillors' nephews' pockets, then what's the point? Yeah. But totally, totally agree there, yeah. Jane... Um, it was a really good point again. Love the cheerleaders too. Bringing young girls, maybe sisters or brothers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cheerleaders, they, they, it's, it's fantastic the work that they do, but also the, the really, really young young lasses as well who get involved there. Um, she has his face painting as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, Michelle and her son thought there wasn't many children down on Sunday. Yep. 
Um, that's been an, an issue for a while, and that's where we need to really tap into the local community clubs and schools. Again, quite difficult during COVID and that sort of thing, but as you say, Barrow have managed to do it. Why can't we? Um, and Richard Armstrong, bang on. Free, uh, thanks for this point, Richard. Uh, free tickets for all kids at local clubs. Definitely. I completely agree Something with that. Something we've done, though. Every kid that plays for a local club in the, in the whole district was given a free season ticket at the start of the year. Yeah. So yeah, and again, the, the knock-on effect of that is that they'll they'll, they'll beg them and dads to come and but, all that but sort of from stuff. From having that, from that being given out to them, there was a massive break before they were allowed to actually get in the stadium yeah. and watch it. And like I say, it's, you've got to be consistent. People find other things to do and families and... You know, every kid's got a PS4 nowadays with every latest computer game. Yeah. You need a big reason to drag them away from the computers and the gadgets to actually go do that, so... Mm, for sure. Uh, Adam Patchett, thanks very much. Uh, Twist and Shout, best halftime dancers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely won't be singing in that half time. Uh, Jane Fairbank says, Mascots, yeah, where are the mascots? What's going on with the mascots? Not allowed during COVID. Uh, we'll be back very soon. Uh, um, Barrow giving free tickets before a certain time. That's even better because you're getting them into your ground early. They're yeah. going to spend more money and whatnot. Fantastic idea. Yep. Um, yep. Should Definitely should have been your weekly question, James. Uh, Richard Armstrong, um, Open that bit under the south stand so you don't have to queue up for ages for a pint. Yep, Good exactly. Idea, yeah. Yep, has been on for a few years. You're absolutely right. Then that's maybe where uh, these tents could go and that sort of thing. We don't know yet. We're not. We're not on that that kind of team. But I'd, well, what we do know, what we have heard whispers of, is that um, it it is going to be slightly different in terms of the uh, food and drink experience at, at the share and that sort of thing. But yeah, beer on this weekend. Yep, exactly. Things are looking up again. <laughs> Definitely. Going the week after. And Definitely. Get excited, guys. It's, it's We've got a fantastic team to watch now that are on a roll. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully we'll make it six in a row at the weekend. Uh, very quickly before you go, predictions, Rick? Oh, I'm terrible at predictions. Uh, depends if it rains like it did last week. If it rains like it did last week, only 72 nil. So. <laughs> Wowzer, okay. Um, yeah, I, th I think it's going to be a comfortable win this week. Um, increase that points difference even more and keep the roll going. I definitely think it's going to be another comfortable win. So, yeah. Definitely so. No disrespect to Whitehaven. Uh, to be honest, I don't really know much about Whitehaven this year. I've seen they've had a couple of draws and a couple of decent games and stuff. I think they're coming off the back of a couple of good wins, but we've run into a few teams that have come off the back of, of good wins against good teams that have yep. come unstuck. So. Yep, and we're still, we're still going. I think it's we all about the facts. Definitely, it's all about the facts. Panthers um, in rugby league and in podcasts as well. Um, and that is all she wrote. Uh, thanks very much again, Rick. Thank you, everyone, for watching and commenting. Uh, it's much appreciated as you lot keep saying and Rick keeps saying we are the voice of the fans um, we are proud to be the, the, the only Halifax Panthers podcast out there oh well oh, sorry I'll bring my uh, my catchphrase back we're a rugby league podcast with just a hint of uh, Halifax Panthers just thrown in there for, for good measure aha uh, <laughs> definitely uh, thank you as always to our sponsors Eclipse Energy and Delivery Delivery Eclipse Energy. Hey, I even go. did it when he announced <laughs> it. It was announcing the play sponsored by Eclipse Energy. James Salt thought I went, Eclipse Energy! <laughs> Can't help myself now. Love it. Can't help myself. Absolutely love it. Uh, but no, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'm from myself. Uh, thank you very much for joining. And as always, what the facts, Panthers? What the Panthers?